welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there's snow in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can also follow the show that is at HEF Pod. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash HEF Pod for all the latest Eintracht news and information in the English language, including new episode drops as well. Uh, you can also email this podcast that is heyontrackfrankford at gmail.com. Don't do this show alone. And Rowan in San Francisco has graciously decided to rejoin us. Roman, how is the West Coast? Woohoo! The West Coast is fine. Yeah, we are, of course. No, wait a second. We in California, we are in the state of emergency. Mm. OMG. Yeah. But everything is just the way it has always been. You know, it's Corona time. Um, the Corona sales are going on for whatever reason. I don't know why. But uh, um, yeah, everything is here going Corona, Corona crazy. Uh, my hands are like you know you get hand sanitizers mm-hmm. everywhere, and I don't know. I now I need a hand cream because like all the time you put shit on your hands. And you obviously, got to do it. I'm like, oh God, you know, I'm telling you guys. And this is the funny thing. So I read about, I read today, I started to read about the Corona thing a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And I, there was some interview, interviews of people who had the uh, the flu, the Corona flu, so to say. And they said like, it's just like a flu. Nothing happens. You know, it's a little fever, a little cough, a little whatever. And then after like, it, then you go to bed I mean, you're sick, you stay at home, and after a week, you're back, right? So it's all to back to normal. And I was like, why? What's all this big fuss about, you know? I mean, like, even if you don't have the coronavirus, you shouldn't meet sick and elderly people, you know? You just shouldn't anyways, you know? So that's the same thing with corona. If you get it, if you get the corona flu, just stay home, rest in bed, and you're back to normal. Rest in bed, watch the Bundesliga on Fox, watch exactly. the Daily Pokal on ESPN, and you're good to go. And there's so many games, like during the week, on the God. weekends, you know, it's like, it's like, oh my God, like I can't, we can, we can hardly, I can, or we can hardly organize, you know, meetups because like, obviously we're all working and stuff, you know, and then, uh, during that time. You're different like, time zones, let's, different let's work schedules. Different. Exactly, and then you're just like, okay, let's just meet in a bar, and then like, oh, sorry, I can't, I have this and that, and then, but what about next week, and then other people can't, so it's, oh, it's just like, uh, you'll, yeah, usually it's like, we finally make it happen at some point, and this time, oh, they're just games all the time, you know, like Sundays, Saturday again, a game, 6.30 a.m. though, we'll talk about that in a minute, but then again, there's the Basel game already uh, right around the corner, right, it's, oh, and uh, yeah. Anyways, lots of lots of games, uh, but aren't we excited? Indeed, indeed. Uh, Roman, we've been really busy. Um, there was no game at the weekend for us to talk about. Uh, if anyone wants oh, to listen to uh, the Pokal Preview podcast, the previous episode, episode one twenty one, where we had Doug Langner from the KC Bundesliga Group rejoin the podcast to preview that. Um, both of our uh, predictions turned out uh, as we are going to now discuss as 
Eintracht Frankfurt took on Werder Bremen and two go as the stadium announcers do. Eintracht Frankfurt. Zwei. Bremen. Zero. Null. Nada. Danke. Null. Nichts. Bitte. Danke. <laughs> Bitte. Well, indeed. Um, I kind of thought we could have had a few more goals. Roman, just saying. I think that two was not enough to properly demonstrate how well no. the Eintracht really was performing. Uh, as a cohesive unit, could we have piled on the goals like we did against Augsburg? Most definitely. Uh, but let's kind of look at where things went. So Eintracht ended up with 10 players at the end of the match. But... Mm, let's get to the penalty shout. Um, until I saw it on replay, I didn't even notice that that idiot happened. And yeah, I was just I, like, I, what I, is I the referee doing? Was there a foul somewhere randomly? And then I saw it, I'm like, oh, wow. Once again, Roman. And I've said this quite a few times, and we've put it out there, that we've been getting a lot of VAR calls. V-A-R calls going in Eintracht's favor, whether it's uh, wiping out goals or, give, or in this case, giving us a chance to knock in a penalty kick for a goal. Um, it's quite enjoyable as, you know, it gives Andre Silva yet again another goal and, you know, really release the tension that I think a lot of Eintracht players were really starting to fear to feel because we kept on pushing putting the general pressure was on Bremen and then it was almost like ah, now we can play our game uh, without any stress or worry. Yeah, true, but you know, in all fairness, I think you know like uh, what I heard from people saying uh, that that is a handball, right? Hand is hand. And mm -hmm. uh, um, he, he, the hand was not where it's supposed to be, mm -hmm. right? And the ball touched the hand, so um, you know whatever you could, whatever you could uh, say, it's um, it's 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 still, you know, that's what the VAR is is for, you know, stuff that the referee doesn't see that maybe other people even don't see, you know, just because it's a little bit. Uh, not too obvious, you know. It's just, it's still handball is handball, you know. And if that's the that's what the rule. I have to admit, I'm a little bit confused by the rules in general, right? But if that is what the rules say, then that's what the rule is, and then that's what you got to do, you know. Then you got to give a penalty, you know. You could have asked as well, like, did the ball touch your hand? And if you would have said yes, then obviously, boom, there you go. There's your handball. And, uh, yeah, so that's why I think it's just straightforward. Um, okay, could we, uh, would, would I complain if they would not have given us it to us? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, what is this? On the other hand, you know, that's not what it's what it's for. But on the other hand, you know, for the game, uh, I think the Frankfurt was the better team. So um, it, it was bound to happen. Um, and, of course, that kind of probably speed it up a little bit uh, the whole situation I, I feel almost sorry for Werder Bremen I mean you know you know I studied in, I studied in Bremen for four years I lived there for four years and uh, I kind of liked the town and everything and I've, I even went to some games back in the days but uh, good people I 
good people yeah 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 a shout out to all the to my to my bremen gang yeah i even went into the uh um, in, in, in the Ostkurve, you know where like they're hardcore fans um uh, i went there a couple of times and uh but i f i think i think I, i'm really sorry to say but i think they're gonna they're gonna fight relegation and uh, and maybe and, and and they should have been lucky that they are out of the Bukal. I mean, it's always tough to say, but that's what they have to focus on, you know. Um, they should, you know, the the Bukal. If they if they if they would have moved on, you know, they they just need to put all their force onto the Bundesliga, not relegating. That's what they have to do. And uh, and they didn't play well in the book in the Bukal game. And um, they were trying to defend, you know. They had like their five, five defense guys, you know, um, trying to. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it didn't work, and it would not have worked, and that's why I think the penalty is just, you know, part of the match. I can totally agree. Uh, we got, I mean, the second goal came from just a wonderful cross from Fiat Kostic to Kamada. Kamada scores. In yet another match that is not the Bundesliga, so it's starting to be um, kind of an ongoing joke that the guy can score as long as the match is not a Bundesliga match. So here's hoping that he's able to knock <laughs> one in eventually from you know like you know a Bundesliga match because we can't always be playing in the Europa Pokal or the DFB Pokal every single match day and allow him to just bang in the goals. He needs to, yeah. you know, I mean, he, there's still plenty of matches left to go in the season, but it is kind of funny that, you know, he's been what most featured in most of our uh, Bundesliga matches this season and is yet to uh, put any away, and he's got eight goals to his campaign, so just saying. Yeah, yeah totally, 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 yeah. I mean, we we got we got we. I think the best thing for us happening is that the game didn't happen on Monday uh, on on uh, mm -hmm. against Bremen, right? So on on Sunday that this that this game was called off. That was the best for us because we had enough enough rest from the Thursday a Thursday match against um, uh, against Salzburg. You know that we could play full mm -hmm. force against Bremen in the DFB Pokal. So I don't know how how it would look like if we had the game on Sunday and then again on Wednesday. So we got lucky on that. So yes, it's uh, unfortunate for Werder Bremen because obviously we would have been way tireder either in the game before or after. But um, yeah, so that's a little bit of luck on yeah, our side. Yeah, but I think that but even if we had played them in the Bundesliga, and if, say, the Eintracht had gotten... If, for example, we had got the win in the Bundesliga, we could have rolled out most any team against Bremen, and I almost believe that they would have felt so backed into a corner that they would have just been like, you know what, we're going to rotate our squad, we're going to put in our non-first team guys for whatever we got left, and just leave it at that, and if we win again, we win again. And just kind of been like, okay with going out in the competition, because I think yeah, them... That is just, you, they're up against it, and there's just no time. There's very little time left uh, for them to salvage a season. I mean, they've got what, uh, ten matches, ten matches left in the season, yeah. and you know we still have to play 
uh, well, I mean, technically, uh, 11 matches, because we haven't played our match, and that's still yet to be decided, so here's hoping we hear a little bit more on that, but, uh, we still have that to play, and they still have, I mean, they, all they have is now, there are yeah, 11 they need to get out of there, left, you know? and they need to move fast, because, I don't know if you've seen the Bundesliga table, Roman, uh, it's getting a little tight, and we can talk about that in just a little moment. Um, but yeah. let's talk about more about the Pokal. Um, so we have reached the hub final, if I said that right. Yeah, halb halb finale. So halb yeah, finale. Halb halb finale. Yeah. Put it out there on our social media accounts. Uh, a funny picture that uh, a fan did of three big penguins and one little penguins. penguins. And one little yeah, penguin, yeah, yeah. Uh, the three big penguins being the Eintracht, the Bayern, and uh, the pharmaceuticals. <laughs> Along yeah, yeah, very and good. With the and with the little, the little penguin in question is uh, FC uh, Sauerbrücken. Sauerbrücken. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually where where Anthony Yeboah was from. Uh, I think am I missing m messing this up completely? But yeah, you, we were playing against Saarbrücken in the relegation match. I think in eighty nine, ninety, in one of the eighty eight or eighty nine, whatever it was. And uh, yeah, and this was where Yeboah was playing, and then uh, we won the relegation match against uh, Saarbrücken, and uh, then we we hired uh, Anthony Yeboah. That's at least that's uh, yeah the story. Huh. Interesting. So those are the good the the uh, the good back in them days. Yeah, <laughs> and there was even like uh, it's it's very funny like uh, also um, uh, yeah there's some funny funny stories around that time. Interesting. Yeah, like the Badazads, you know, a Hessian comedian group, they made a, a big a big story about it because it was still you know like a, a racial you know like um, black. Uh, um, players weren't that common yet in the Bundesliga at that point um, and was I, was he the first black one playing for Frankfurt I don't think so I'm thinking maybe but I, anyways it, it, there weren't many so it was one of the, the, the first ones you know and it's like so um and of course, they're like some always. They're always weird people, you know, who who think that's you know weird. And, uh, and it was, so there was a big comedian. So if you ever, if, if you speak German or if you understand German, you Google Anthony Sabini, right? So that is what you want to watch on YouTube. Anthony Sabini. That's like the funniest thing in the world. Uh, you couldn't bring that anymore today nowadays, you know. So it's one of this kind of comedy stuff that's, um, yeah, probably today. In, in our times today, you cannot uh, show it anymore. But anyways, that's about <laughs> Saarbrücken. That's where we got him from. And um, it was a good time. Interesting. And I'm a big Yeboah fan, obviously. As you can hear, that's why I know these stories. Because like, he is my idol. And Yeboah's uh, uh, witnesses. What can we do? Just the best player I've ever seen in my life. Well, that time came a little before my Eintracht Frankfurt fandom, so I kind of missed out on those fun days of the 90s. I'm not sure if, like, how widely available that they would have been to the American audience, because I remember that there was, uh, what was the, what was that PBS program? Uh, Soccer Made in Germany. That was a big one. Uh, that was oh, I heard about that. That was yeah. shown over here. 
and they showed the Bundesliga. Now, this is more back when, um, gosh, uh, your Borussia Mönchengladbachs and Bayerns were the kind of big fish at the time. And uh, obviously Haas Val also uh, won a handful of titles there as well. Uh, proper uh, old, like, properly, like, old, old, old. Uh, it's, it, okay, it seems old in the in terms of the Bundesliga. Uh, it ran from, as I checked my fa facts, ran from 76 to 88. So it would have seen uh, the good, some of the good times of the Eintracht as it would, it came during the time that we won our Europa Pokal and a couple of De Bay Pokals, but not all yeah. too much going on. I mean, no, yeah, 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 no, yeah, that was, that was back in them days. But anyways, yeah. The good times so, are back from it. We're going to our third semi uh, Pokal uh, semifinal in four seasons. And that is the craziest shit, you know. I mean, seriously, this is like where, where I'm like, I, I have to pinch myself, you know, because like, uh, it's something, you know, like what, what the what the fuck is going on? Like, my Eintracht Frankfurt used to go out, you know, within the first three rounds of uh, of the DFB Pokal, right? Yeah, there was like the uh -huh. odd. A situation where we where we made it further and now i don't know why we are why we became such a, a cup team you know i mean like still uh we suck in the uh, in the league right we kind of keep on doing this uh we still like to lose against the uh, easy teams and uh, uh and and yeah and, and win against the good ones from time to time not all the time but from time to time so frankfurt hasn't changed on the league but for some reason once it's about a cup we kick ass, you know, so, and that is, uh, yeah, we'll see. You know what? Let's win it again. Why not? You know, <laughs> let's just do it. Apparently. I'll be up for uh, it. And the Europa Pokal. Why not two titles? Why not get the double? <laughs> you know, just like win the DFB Pokal and win the Europa, Europa Pokal. Let's just do both. Good grief, Roman. Getting a little greedy, aren't we? Just yeah, a tiny bit. Well, I, well first of all, so, dude, I, I, I'm the guy in San Francisco, right? I mean, like, we are here, you know, the optimists and the crazy people, you know? That's true. I mean, you know, uh, we, 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 we believe everything is possible, you know? Because the thing is, the Silicon Valley saying is, if you can't even dream it up, it will never happen, mm -hmm. right? So that's why you at least you got to dream it up and then you try to go there, mm -hmm. right? Um, first you imagine it and then you try to make it happen if you can't even imagine it you can never make it happen so that's why this is what we gotta do I wanna win I wanna fucking win the Europa Pokal right mm -hmm. and uh, and yeah and we went to quarterfinals last year why not go to the finals this year right and then in the finals Everything can uh, can be possible. The only problem, actually, that I see, and now we go back to uh, to the game, to the DFB Pokal game against Bremen, is we gotta miss Kostic, and that is ah, that's a toughie. Yeah, it's I'm just one you, match. He, it's just one he, match. All we needed to be drawn with Saarbrücken, and we'll be okay. I would prefer not to be drawn with. This is it only one match? Did I did I miss? Did I miss the? Did I totally so miss? Far as I'm aware of, uh, based on. The kind of red card, the ejection that he received, he should be only 
banned from one. Unless okay, that's what you say. I, I think totally. it's not yet officially, right? It's not yet official. So we, we we will see. So if it's only one game, yes, then that should be okay. Uh, if But usually like a red, red card is usually oh, two, two games. I don't know. We will see. Uh, but let's just hope it's just one game. And then, yes, we can beat Saarbrücken and even Leverkusen without without him. Bayern will see a little bit tougher. Uh, because they'll be also out for revenge, right? So that'll be a tougher one. So ideally, we play. Uh, we so the best, of course, would be uh, to play Leverkusen or um, Saarbrücken, and then, and then the other of those two in the final. Yeah, Leipzig, right. um, either Leipzig or uh, no, Leverkusen. Leipzig is out. Uh, not Le- not Leipzig. Leipzig, uh, Leverkusen or, Bayern. or uh, 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 Bayern. Saarbrücken, so. yeah. So, yeah. So that's what we got to do. And, and uh, yeah, let's hope that they are. Let's see the, uh, the draw for the semifinals, uh, which will be taking out place yet. Sunday, in I think. Uh, late April, so either the twenty-first or the twenty-second. And in the course of this season, uh, that will be oh shoot, uh, that will be taking place in between. Eintracht versus Mainz and Eintracht versus Hertha. Now those times have not been set because uh, the final yeah we can do that. Uh, what is it? The final four match days have yet uh, f- the match day twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first, and thirty second have yet to be decided. That will be decided after the March international break because they will then know if Eintracht is still in the Europa Pokal yeah. or not and that is in, and scheduling is entirely based on that for those final four matches as match day 33 and 34 everyone knows that it's all at the same uh, time as everybody else so the early kickoff on Saturday it should be said so it's going to be a busy time um, with us going on in the Pokal and us going on in the Europa Pokal, yeah, we basically are playing two matches per week nonstop. It's kind of crazy, but we kind of like it, Roman. Yeah. And so uh, the draw we, I, I don't, the Yeah, Pokal, I'm not complaining. Hmm? Hell yeah, hell no. I'm not complaining. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, as I mentioned, the. But here's one. Hmm? Here's one little one little disclaimer though. We need, like, that's what Hütter still needs to find out, you know, how to rotate and we, or to get players off the pitch earlier, right? So I do believe, for example, like, you don't need to have Kostic 90 minutes on all the time, right? As much as I know he's important, but if you're already leading 2-0, you know, give those 10 minutes, you know, um, you know what I mean? Like, I think he puts in some players, very important players, he gives them too much playing time. Um, as much as I like it, but uh, that's what what I think what Hütter still needs to do is you know because like I don't think Hostage can really keep it up uh, with two matches a week all the way ninety minutes uh, until the end of the season you know mm-hmm. same with Da Costa last year you know at the end you know he he wouldn't uh, he still doesn't bring back the performance because he totally overplayed right and you kind of have to protect right. those players a little bit from themselves and maybe even. Uh, you know, from time to time, give a chance to a new guy, you know, to somebody um, like Chetin, you know, there was mentioning that he was close, you know, for a, uh, um, a game, you know, so I was, I, I want to see that, that Hütter, um, you know, kind of plays with a few, you know, with a few, with a few more options. Um, 
uh, especially if if it's if it's possible, right? Exactly. Um, so maybe that's even good that now Kostic is like taking at least one break in the next DFB Pokal if we play, hopefully against Saarbrücken. But uh, yeah, you know we'll find out who we much. get in the next ra- in the semifinals of the DFB Pokal. Now remember, this is uh, should the Eintracht yeah. be drawn with uh, Saarbrücken? Draw yeah. is going to be held uh, this coming Sunday during the f- uh, the late kickoff. Uh, uh, Sunday's late kickoff. That's when the Eintracht will find out if they have Leverkusen, Munich, or a trip yeah. to Saarbrücken because as Saarbrücken is a third division and below team, the first uh, fourth division club to, in the history of the Pokal to reach the semifinals. Go figure. Uh, did not know that. Um, if we do a good draw with Saarbrücken, we are not playing at home. So we can either have a home match uh, preferably against Leverkusen or Munich, or go away to Saarbrücken. And as Saarbrücken is not playing in the old uh, Lud- uh, Ludwigspark Stadion, uh, because the thing is, I guess, being renovated, and they're at like some temporary place uh, nearby, so not exactly uh, their traditional home ground. Um, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a lovely wait-and-see moment, and here's hoping that the Eintracht can get through to their third final in four seasons, which, for a club that is not called Dortmund or Bayern, that is not something that is seen by anyone else in in German soccer. So we have talked on a lot, Roman, about this, that, and the other. We did. Uh, but then <laughs> about we the like day about. That's why we do exactly. this. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it is time for a hashtag what are we drinking? Um, Roman, uh, granted, it is a little late at night for you at the time of recording, but uh, what have you been drinking? What are, hashtag, what are you drinking? What do you have to bring to hashtag, what are we drinking? Yeah, I had, I actually, I had a glass of red wine today, um, so before the call, though, before <laughs> the podcast, so, uh, so just some red wine, and uh, yeah, that's it. I don't even know which one. Just chose one, picked one. And... Well, you are pretty I'm, I'm not, close. I'm not. To I'm not Napa a wine Valley. connoisseur. You're close to Napa. Valley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. So I'm not a big fan of Californian wines. You know, I think they're overrated, too expensive, and um, not that good. You know, I mean, I mean, they're good. I'm like, I'm. I'm also not a, a wine connoisseur. You know, so I would. I, I drink the the simple the, the simple wines as much as the others, you know. <laughs> of course, I I do. If there's a really good wine, then I also know it's a really good wine, and I like it more than the other one. But you know, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a picky wine drinker. You know, put it that way. Gotcha. You know, house wine house wine does it. You know, to, for me, totally fine. Right I on. think the rest is just marketing. How, what are you drinking? Um, I am sticking with my local uh, brewery, Boulevard Brewing Company. Uh, they have come out with their chocolate ale, and so I have been enjoying a good old uh, glass of that and uh, mo- more of a mug of that. So, uh, And I'll be posting that to my uh, Twitter account, at K- uh, KCSGE, so to that. And before we head off to segment two, Roman Prost. Cheers. And stay with us just a little bit longer. We'll be back with segment two and more about everything that is Eintracht Frankfurt. Stay with. Here we are. 
segment two, Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, sticking with everything that there is to know about uh, the most wonderful club that either of us will ever know. It is Eintracht Frankfurt. Absolutely. Uh, Going to be winners of their sixth uh, Dave Bay Pokal this year. And here's hoping a second uh, win of the Europa Pokal. But, you know, we still yeah, have a few exactly. matches to play. But in the mean, uh, so um, in case people were wondering uh, who did the Eintracht got after beating Salzburg, it is uh, FC Basel. So not exact. So basically, you just uh, head down to Freiburg and then drive uh, ten more minutes, and you're there. I think is how uh, the driving will go. Is that about right, Roman? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. Basel is a very nice town, I would say. The airport is actually on the French side of the border, so mm. it's kind of funny. Like you, uh, it's actually really. It's I. Like you kind of like you get out. So there, it has the the airport has two openings. It has a French side. And the Swiss side, and oh. the Swiss is kind of like a, a corridor, uh, because it's on the because it's on the on on the on, uh, it's on the uh, French side, but I don't know. It's somehow complicated. I remember because I was like I remember I had a meeting, uh, um, a keynote at Basel, and they picked me up, and I was on the wrong side. Everyone spoke spoke French. I was like, what's going on? I'm I'm like in Switzerland. I'm at Basel. Why why don't please somebody and they say, yeah you have to go to the other side so oh, okay so I went to the other side and then this is where everything where everything made sense uh and uh yeah so it's a it's it's a well i was at a very nice hotel also i, I still remember that it had like one of these toilets you know with the the buttons and you know fans and really really uh, it was a good yeah it's a good good time good time in basel so yeah <clears throat> but i've never watched a soccer match I wish I could, if but if even if fans are going to be allowed, right? So they don't know yet yeah, uh, whether supporters the will air. be there or um, not. With the whole coronavirus stuff that is going on, uh, it has yet to be kind of ad- uh, made public if the Eintracht will be facing off against a Basel at the St. Jacob Park. I mean, whether there's going to be fans or there's a chance that, you know, there's no one that the match won't even be played. I mean, the Swiss league has been postponed until further notice. Mm, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know that it's Swiss league, and we don't really know all too much about it. But the the Swiss Super League, a lot of good players, just like the Austrian Bundesliga, a lot, a lot of good players come through there. And Basel has, for a very long time, established themselves as uh, one of the two big fish. And is always in uh, participating in Europe, whether it's be in the Champions League or the Europa League. So these are and, this and is the a big, team the, that the, knows that knows the competition. And the big advantage, like the huge advantage, we know that team, mm-hmm. right? We know them because, like Adi Hütter, he he's played them so many, two, three times, whatever, maybe even more often with the Pokal they have in Switzerland. You know, he knows them. You know, he knows them re- very well. He knows how to win uh, against them with weaker teams. And he, he's going to, I mean, that's why this is a big advantage. And it's also one of the advantages we had against Salzburg, right? That Adi Hütter, he knew, he knew how how they work. He, he knew them. Um, Coaches change, but, but also the strategy the way had th- stayed the same. 
Exactly the same with the with with Leipzig, right? So um, you know, it's it's a type of teams that that uh, he can he can deal with. Not, it doesn't mean that he wins every time, right? But at least it's something he can calculate. You know, he knows how to where the weaknesses are, and that's a, that's going to be a big strength uh, when we play against Basel. Against yeah, them. Um, the little known fact. Uh, so the coach is called Marcel Kuller. Uh, he has been in charge of two clubs within the Bundesliga, and uh, uh, not for a decade though. So he was in charge of a uh, FC Köln, and uh, 03 of, uh, to the he was there in two thousand three until two thousand four, and then he had a long spell with VfL Bochum, uh, where he took them back to the Bundesliga. Before uh, the end of his tenure during the 2009 2010 season, and then he was in charge of the Austrian until uh, he was hired by Basel uh, recently, uh, this past August. Um, he was actually in charge of the Austrian national team uh, from 2011 to 2017, leading them to the uh, 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 the 2016 uh, European Championships where they then kind of uh, flopped out of that. But anyways, um, yeah, so he's been in charge of them and, you know, they ended up finishing in second, winning the Swiss Cup uh, to Young Boys Bone. So at least this is a team that has, you know, been has won with him and... You know, in the previous round of uh, the Europa Pokal, uh, you know they were they were able to move on against uh, Applewell and Nicosia, a team that we knew very well from our last European uh, matches. So this is uh, going to be pretty interesting playing these guys if we're even allowed. So we have plenty of time to figure that out. But in the meantime, Roman. Let's look to the Bundesliga before facing off against our Bundesliga opposition. That is Leverkusen, who we could also draw in the DFA Pokal. Uh, currently, uh, with the way that the cards are currently standing, uh, the Bundesliga is on a precipice of whether ultras have power, whether it's the corporations who have power. It's more of a power struggle than anything else. And really put everything... Uh, that was the Bundesliga last weekend, uh, you know, all to one side. And we watched this whilst not participating in the Bundesliga, uh, which, you know, currently stands at Bayern Munich, 52 points, uh, 24 matches played. And then you have Leipzig and Dortmund on 49, 48, and 46 points with one match less played at 23 is Gladbach and Leverkusen uh, on 44 points uh, in fifth. Uh, but... Kind of hinting at what's going on in the Bundesliga a little bit more so is the fan protest. And so there were banners uh, at the Eintracht uh, that uh, were saying some things to Dietmar Hoff. He is the chairman of Hoffenheim. And let's put it this way. He's been a pain in the butt for a very, very long time in terms of the way that every Eintracht Frankfurt fan or any Bundesliga fan looks at uh, the kind of the way that the match is going. So it only said Dietmar Hopp, you son of a, and then it didn't release what the 
finish of that statement wasn't until later. And then it just said mother, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But it was almost like the Ultras had realized, hey, you know what? Uh, Dortmund fans got in trouble. The Munich fans, you know, did not hold back at all. But go figure that they only did this after they were already six goals up. So well, kind of makes you wonder if they would have done it when it was like nil-nil or one, say, a no one, way. One, or even and, if they were losing. No, that's why you had like you had like uh, those guys, you know, running up, and you have like Sally Hamitic, you know, putting his fingers out like six six, you know, we're we're about to win, because they knew exactly that if if they would have continued, you know, they would have lost the game on the green table. So there was like the only way, you know, they could keep the points, you know, um, and that's why they did all this bullshit, you know. It's like ah, oh my god. Well. I mean, the good thing is we're we're recording this um, this uh, podcast so late. It's like almost, you know, everything. Everyone has talked about it already. It's a big story, and it's we will see what's going to happen now, right? It, it is a fight. It's a, a straight open confrontation. Either it's going to go crazy, like it's going to um, uh, go stronger to each side, right? I mean, what the DFB has been doing, you know, it's like these these uh, being like all vigorous and uh, all like playing the hardball, um, you know, uh, either they're going to keep it that way. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be interesting again, this this uh, this Bundesliga game, because like obviously the fans are smart enough not to risk a, a, a quarterfinal DFB-Pokal game, right? So that's one thing. Um, a regular Bundesliga game is another. Right, so I would assume there are going to be more protests and maybe even they're going to be uh, louder and more direct during a, a regular Bundesliga match than uh, during a Bokal game. Right, so, um, but basically what it's doing, it's the DFB is asking people, DFB, DFL, uh, is asking people on which side are you on, right? Are you with the plastic clubs, with the money, with the rich, with the bit? with a bitch or um are you uh um or or are you with the with the fans right are you out there with the with the guys and girls that want to watch great football matches um you know that want to have um, um that are enthusiastic um yeah maybe a little bit crazy but I'm not always happy about what the ultras are doing right so uh, don't get me wrong I'm I'm not a I'm not a um I'm not writing them a um you know, a blanco check, you know, it's, it, they do a lot of crazy shit, and I don't like the, you know, when they put the hats, you know, when they, when they cover themselves, and, and they'd like play their little hooligan shit, you know, it's like, oh God, come on, you poor, I mean, I, I feel sorry for them a little bit, you know, so, I, I, I get it, you know, I mean, yeah, but, but, here, here, this is what happening, you know, this is what the DFB is doing. They're drawing a line. They're going to say, now I got to decide which line are you on and uh, on which side are you on. And I am way more on that side of the fanatics than no, anywhere near to those people, you know, that, uh, that are Hoffenheim, Leipzig, uh, Wolfsburg, Leverkusen um, uh, friendly. Right? Mm-hmm. No way. I will always, I will always go on that on the other side. Right? No, no matter what, because I am, I am a helpless football romantic. Right? And uh, I like the game as it is. 
um, and I don't like um, the the money that has come into uh, into the match, right? And here I'm I'm all I'm all fair, right? So I know Didavi. He said in the interview, yeah, if you don't want this new development in soccer, then don't go. You know, why don't you go to the uh, to the lower leagues? We're like, yeah, that's what I do. I do. I I watch my FO but Fibel. I love watching amateur soccer. Everyone out of you, if you listen to it, there is somewhere, there's an amateur soccer team nearby. You should check that out. It's the best thing in the world, besides, of course, Frankfurt matches. But people should do that, right? Um, and, yeah, and, and that's just what it is. And I, if, if, for, if 50 plus 1 goes down the drain and there's going to be this rich bitch paying for Frankfurt, then uh, that's probably gonna take away my vote you know and um, and that's why I gotta fight for the soccer um, that is still uh, majority owned by a club by the people by me I'm a member right I got one vote um, as much as anyone else has and that is for me the most important part and if that's gonna go if people want that to go then that's their thing then I only go to but matches if that's what they want. And NS, SF City FC, of course. Of course. Because why not only participate in fan-owned uh, environments? So, um... What is your take? Like, what is your... Because, like, obviously uh-huh. for America... I think we talked about this because for Americans, it's a... Uh, you, you guys are... Yeah, with the franchise system. Franchises. So you're used to that, you know? So, um... um where I would even think it's a specialty that the Bundesliga has, right? It's a uniqueness, you know? I mean, uh, you, you're a member of Eintracht Frankfurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally a member, of course. Yeah, so, why would, you I, know, why but, would I miss but, out on that? <laughs> and, and, and with Kansas City, are you a member mm. of, of the Kansas City? Um, neither of the uh, four professional sports that are offered in Kansas City are offered in a membership entity. Um, I am you a membership. Cannot, right? uh, you cannot be a member. True. I am yeah. membership. I do own a membership in the uh, in the supporters end for Sporting Kansas City. I pay my annual membership. You know, just thirty dollars that goes to free. That goes to beer at the matches. That's already paid for pre-match, and it also takes care of uh, all the tifo that we then uh, provide as well. So. Yeah. Is that an official thing, or is that kind of like the EFC Heartland or the EFC San Francisco Bay Eagles? Um, more, more in the latter. Uh, not, cl- not really club affiliated. They are part of the support, the hardcore supporters. They get, they set up the, the tr- the away trips and everything. So, not subsidized so by the you... clubs. Subsidized by our so... own love of. Of football. So do you get what we what we fight mm-hmm. for? Like is this um, like because that's what what I hate this. He right? has for put me. his influence on the Bundesliga in a big way by being a chairman of one club. Now I did not have a problem. And I have not had a problem with him as a guy who hey he is from that area, he is from that village, he want he played at that team. He in his latter years, he's seventy nine by the way, has. Like decided, you know what? I have made plenty of money through my my uh, founding of a software company or whatever the heck SAP is. You know, I want to 
do one thing before I die is make sure that my local club is a big time thing. I had no problem with him putting his own money uh, up to the front, but so long as the club was still run in the kind of membership format only. Him running it in it as basically him as an oligarch is not okay. And he's now using the DFA and DFL as almost his like personal police dogs. Now, the punishment handed down to Bruce Dortmund was a punishment that the the authorities had said we're not going to do this sort of thing anymore and yet go figure that they did and that's where the fan protest started we already protested them but we were more focused on life sister than anything else we we call wolfsburg and leverkusen plastic clubs as well but we have to ask have to remember that what were they founded as originally the corporate the corporations of uh, Bayer and uh, Volkswagen set up those teams for their factory workers so entirely different story uh, by comparison and something a little bit more steeped in tradition and more kind of uh, you tolerate it it's it's not you know original but hey you know what they still adhere to a lot of the same rules and regulations that everyone else does while this guy has uh, flouted the rules and is now using uh, the authorities as his own police to make sure that no one talks back to him and you know what eventually he's gonna die and that club will vanish I don't know. His son is going to just going to take over. Why would his son want to do that? Yeah. Not also because you know. So here's the thing. Like, so do you know? I mean, there's a reason why billionaires or millionaires like to do this, right? Because like the problem is, if you're just a business billionaire or millionaire, people don't listen shit about what you say, right? But once you run a club, or once you want to become president, uh, you know, that's where now suddenly people listen to you, and you got you know you got like. Uh, you know, and that's why these old men, why they want to do it. You know, it's like it's just like this, this thing. I mean, uh, Hoppy has been active in these areas, you know, for a long time. He even tried to, you know, um, get more, um, more listening in in other clubs. You know, so he tried to get Mannheim first. You know, so it's not that Hoffenheim was his first choice. Yeah. You know, it was his last thing because like all the other teams have said like, no, fuck you, go wherever you want to go. And he was like, okay, then I'm going to take my village club, right? And it does not. And for me, that would be the worst thing if now every billionaire. Right, it's like starting their own uh, own village club. You know, like seriously, if I if I sell my company for three hundred million bucks and I and I I want to invest a few million, a hundred million in uh, in in F. But Filbel, right? So that would be nice for F. But Filbel. But do I really need to? Like, what the fuck no. is this? You know, now every, if every I got no problem with someone un- with someone and- underwriting the the operations for a club but guess what you're just underwriting and you are just a member you can give them all the money that you want don't care so long as you're not taking total control like a you know uh, a mayor taking charge of a city yeah but that's 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 why and, and of course as a mayor you also have a little bit more work you know but if you have a soccer club it's just a hobby you know it's a fun thing you know that's why these billionaires like to do it like they do in in, in england you know um it's just a game thing for rich white dudes you know or rich old old not only whites but rich rich just rich people uh, in general rich rich men yeah rich men 
you know, with their ego because they just want people to listen to them. That's all that is. And that's everywhere, right? I mean, even at Eintracht Frankfurt, we have something similar, right? We have with Wolfgang Stäubing, we have our millionaire, so to say, who uh, who has been paying a lot of dues to Eintracht Frankfurt uh, and who saved Eintracht Frankfurt from, uh, um, you know, from, from, uh, from the times you know, where we almost didn't get the license. Uh, to play right but he also has this role you know where he likes to be interviewed and you know ask about cool questions that he nobody would ever ask him in his life um you know if he would just run his business you know because he's not people don't care about you know it's an ego thing and if every every billionaire now starts their little ego thing and um like like then we can close down the bundesliga i know some people do want it right They want more money in the league. Obviously, all the players, uh, everyone wants more money. If there's more money, um, you know, everyone will get a share, right? Uh, down from the TV, the commentators, um, the, the the players, the advisors, the uh, um, everyone is going to make more money, right? So, but that's the other thing, is right? As a good old Heribert Prochagen used to say, right? The high tide raises all the boats, you know, all the boats go up in high tide, you know, so um, it, it doesn't do any difference whatsoever um, if, if we go to more plastic, more billionaire toy Bundesliga. I don't know why this is attractive. I still haven't understood. I haven't understood yet why this is more attractive to anything i mean look at look at in the united states right with a franchise it's all billionaires uh, toys or millionaires toys and does this make it more even no no they have to come up with these rules you know that i, I don't know <laughs> roman it's, you it's might just, be going down a rabbit hole that sense. you will get lost in i know yeah <laughs> absolutely thank you thank you for reminding me so so yeah so we're with the supporters the we're with fighting for the rights exactly. of those fan-owned clubs. We get, uh, we are totally against uh, these chairmen utilizing these governing bodies to try and police the fans. Because, hey, without the fans, you know what? That was, the novelty of the Bundesliga is lost on a lot of people. Just saying. So if they exactly. want to go down that route, well, guess what? They'll just bite, them, uh, they'll just bite their own hand off. They'll kill the Bundesliga, right? I mean, they want these pictures. Bite they the want hand that fanatics. feeds you. Exactly. Boom. Yeah. 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 It is time yeah. to talk it's, about uh, the Bundesliga in a different facet. It is time to talk about Eintracht Frankfurt versus Bayern Leverkusen. Eintracht will be... Plastic. <laughs> Speaking of plastic, <laughs> like I said... Speaking of plastic. Like, like I said, uh, Bayer and uh, Volkswagen have gone about it in a way that is to us acceptable because they did it for their for their workers you know looking out for the little guy the guy who's working uh who's putting in riveter uh you know assembling pieces of various you know automobiles that people will drive all over you know europe hey guess what that guy is logging the hard labor hours you know they're providing him with an entertainment for him to enjoy and the same thing can be done for someone who is working in as a scientist at a pharmaceutical company like bear just saying look, i'm still 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 not a fan of that nope. concept either i mean like yeah, what can i do but that's uh, more acceptable yeah, than dmr yeah. hop 
definitely or Red Bull, right? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Those, exactly. Are, those are the worst. So uh, where can we find, Roman, more importantly, where can we find the Eintracht versus Leverkusen? So this is part of the big slate of early kickoffs on Saturday. Uh, so okay. uh, obviously the streaming service Fox Soccer match has in the United States. Uh, has that available, but more importantly, uh, Fox Soccer Plus is going to be showing it, so we are going to be on TV, just not on one of, uh, just on the harder to find of the uh, uh, three F uh, Fox Soccer or Fox Sports channels, which sucks, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> we weren't the ones who got to exactly, pick yeah. the time set, uh, line, so. Uh, in New Zealand and Australia, that means that UFB and Sports Connect is going to be able to set you guys up. So uh, get ready for some of that. And Canada uh, Sportsnet World is going to be showing that uh, to you guys as well. As for the UK, there's not really any options uh, in those English-speaking countries of uh, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and England. Uh, and also uh, no options in Ireland either. So a little kind of sad sad on that note. Uh, calm down, girl. As uh, uh, Emmy, the golden Eintracht Frankfurt dog and my own uh, domesticated pet, uh, just voiced her, her own opinion on uh, lack of visibility across the world for the Eintracht matches on TV with a very audible growl right there so these guys are pretty difficult but you know they did not look very good roman uh in the dfa pokal they needed a red card to happen to union before things op finally opened up for themselves and then it seemed very easy but you know it's way easier when you're going up against ten men for a very very long time, as opposed to you know just having six minutes uh, versus ten men like Bremen did. Yeah. Would you agree? I mean, but still, it's gonna be. I I, I would I would agree, but it's still gonna be a very tough game, right? Because mm -hmm. it's a Bundesliga match. Yeah. Right, and uh, kind of like Leverkusen was a little bit on a run, you know, um, beforehand. Sure. So um, I couldn't, um, it, it's, I don't see, actually, I kind of like, I kind of almost gave up on the Bundesliga, right? And, and, and not I, I feel like the, the team did, right? I mean, we, we played, I don't know if we take those matches serious enough with all the important games around the Pokals. Um, I have to admit, I put a little bit of money on Frankfurt, right? Because uh, um, it was... Uh, because uh, you have money to burn? <laughs> No, I, I yeah, I, I only put like one or two bucks on games, you know. So there's no big gain, no big, no big win, no big game. But exactly. You know, um, but uh, exactly. Um, the thing is, it's it's one of these games where, by by odds, we are not going to win. Right? Yeah. Um, on the road against so, the Leverkusen team, and I kind of mentioned the uh, the where the Bundesliga table is currently at, and just to kind of give a little voice to how well Leverkusen has been doing. So Leverkusen is still in the Pokal with us. Uh, they made it to the semifinals. They're still in the Europa Pokal. Uh, they're going to be facing uh, Glasgow Rangers in the round of 16. 
And uh, now remember, they were in the Champions League, so they dropped down uh, after finishing in third in their group. Uh, I kind of forget who they lost. Uh, excuse me, defeated in the round of 32. Because uh, remember, Wolfsburg played Malmo. Ugh. It'll, it'll come to me at a later time uh, after we have uh, finished recording here. But there is a eight-point gap between Leverkusen in fifth and Schalke in sixth. And Schalke then followed by Wolfsburg, Hoffenheim, Freiburg, uh, Union Berlin, FC Köln, and then the Eintracht. So quite a distance of 16 points between us. And they're real for them. They'll look at this as this is going to be a very tricky sort of opposition. Uh, but with the way that Eintracht will be open and attacking and kind of trying to make everything free flowing, this is going to play right into Leverkusen's hands. And I am worried, Robin. I am worried. And I'm going to stick my neck out of the line like you and say that this is not going to go too well for the Eintracht. I do fear that uh, the Eintracht will. If we get any points out of Leverkusen, it's going to be a win for all involved. Because guess what? We, st- we so far as as of right now, as we're recording, we're playing Basel at home. And that match is coming up soon. Really soon. As yeah. in, it is coming up on the 12th of March. And that is on less the other than a week away. On the other hand, of course, we like to play those teams, right? I mean, we won against Bayern, we won against Leipzig, you know, we won, you know, so it's usually, on the other hand, you we know, can like beat to, them. to look for the positive, we can beat them, and this is typically the type of team we can beat, right. you know, or we do beat. We beat know? them 3-0 if at home play, earlier in the season, so can be done. Yeah, if we, yeah, if we would play now against Paderborn, I would say, like, no way we're going to win, you know, um, but... Uh, you know, Leverkusen, yeah, there's a good chance. You know, there's a good chance of beating Leverkusen. Why not? Um, especially with, with, we, since we had a little bit of more time, uh, you know, from um, the last games. I think they they recovered from Wednesday and they whole had whole Thursday, whole Friday to get back on track and then let's just beat them. Indeed. And, uh, well, yeah. Let's take it to them. Why not? Yeah. You know, Take it to them. It's kind of like, well, why? It's like if you play the if you play the match, why do you just want to play it with one hand tied behind your back? Just go for it because you never. If you lose, okay, at least you came out swinging. Exactly. All right. Exactly. That's what Rowan, you and I have been waffling on a lot about Eintracht. We've been waffling on about the ultra scene in the Bundesliga. We've been talking about the Bundesliga itself, Europa Pokal. Debe Pokal. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of that the good. show of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, episode 122. Wow, I can't believe we're Ooh. already to this point. But that being said, Roman, where can we find you in the social media landscape of the world? Uh, you'll find me on SF Bay Eagles on Twitter. And on Instagram and Facebook. Or, or Instagram, <laughs> actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and Facebook, exactly. The whole the whole nine yards. Yeah. There we go. Where can we find you? You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Uh, more importantly, Roman, is the show. 
You can follow us, the show, on Twitter. That is Sweet. at H-E-F-Pod. On Twitter, uh, HeyEintrachtFrankfurt at gmail.com is our email address. Should you have any uh, questions that you want to throw to, yeah, to, throw to the show, if we, if you let to, us know. We we'll love the fan interaction because this is a show done by fans and both Roman and I for fans. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod for all the latest uh, news and information on the Eintracht and the English language. So from us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, choose... Tschüss. Hey, Antrag Frankfurt, tschalalalalala. Hey, Antrag Frankfurt, tschalalalalala.